in the market for affordable home improvement products? Eubin Building Supplies carries those high-quality building materials you need. Whether you're a homeowner, DIY handyman, landlord, or contracting company, their store in Dyke, Iowa has everything you need to get the job done right the first time. Their in-store builder showroom is designed to make the selection process easy. View samples, discuss options, and then take a few samples back to your home or office for consideration. Eubin Building Supplies is dedicated to getting the job done right, and their friendly experts will help you find exactly what you need to fit your lifestyle, home decor, and budget. Go and visit their Dyke showroom at 635 Main Street or call 319-989-2222 to see, touch, and feel the latest styles. What's going on, Wolverines? Tad Brace here alongside my co-host, Travis Kiewit. Travis, what's up? Great day to be a Wolverine. Every day is a great day to be a Wolverine. <laughs> I believe we'll get to hear that one day early tomorrow. I believe so as well. Friday. Depends on when the podcast drops. Well, that's true. <laughs> tomorrow <Friday>. or today. <laughs> Whenever. <laughs> Friday's a little busy in a, in a great way, so... Um, we got a lot of great things going on, have happened, will happen. Um, that's a, one of the fortunate things about being involved at Dyke New Hartford. Volleyball just took home the big, the big time dub. Yeah. Uh, we had some state, uh, state qualifiers for cross country. And then I think the senior cross country meet was in Pella. Yeah. And they, that, I, I didn't really know much about it. Uh, I know coach Reingart, uh, I'm in part of the transportation uh, coordinator here and he asked for a suburban and I, I didn't wasn't sure why I'm like well you just had state and he, it was a uh, like an all-star kind of thing and so yeah. it's kind of cool very neat to see those kids running in that as well yeah. gives them one more opportunity as seniors to run and um, then we had state cheerleading was last weekend as well and they sounds like the results were very positive yeah, did well down there as well yes and uh state State football still going on, so there's a, there's a lot of things right now happening, and on top of all that, we've got the play, that musical musical I should call it. I know I, I yeah I I sometimes the difference gets me, but yeah I always wonder, you know, being a PE teacher, some people will call me a gym teacher. Did that or, make you mad? No, it it didn't. It, it to me it wasn't a big deal. It's just to me it was that's just what they said. But I always wonder, you know, um, what what's the difference between chorus and choir? Yeah. You know, is there a difference, or is it? Are you putting down one or the other? Or right. Is, yeah. I don't, are they ambidextrous? I, I I truly don't mean to, you know. We're just dumb. Yeah, I just don't know. I uh, one time made the mistake of talking to Jan Miller, and I love Jan Miller. I got to teach with her for like four or five years before she uh, retired. Um, and I accidentally called her a gym teacher, and I never made that mistake ever again. Oh, boy. It was, she reminded me very politely that she is not a gym teacher. That is her classroom. 
and I, she's a wonderful yeah. person. I just thought it was kind of funny. Just right. Made me think of that. So yep. Nope. I I never. I, I didn't think of it as an insult or anything like that. It's just. Uh, yeah, some people get more touchy about those types right. of things than yep. than others. So. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. We've got Taylor Haynes joining us tonight, as well as Cassidy Ben Scooter. Yep. Joining us, talking state volleyball, and then the the musical. Yep, the musical. And when when's that? I believe it's going to be uh, this weekend, uh, Saturday night and uh, Sunday afternoon. I think they moved it from Friday because of the f- uh, football game, and just wanted to you know didn't want people to go to the game and have to hustle to get back to yeah, uh, the musical that night. So that's a good thing too. So Saturday afternoon or Saturday night and Sunday afternoon. So very yep. good. Very also, good. uh, I, um, had a uh, parent message me um, again, transportation coordinator. They had, she was letting me know that, uh, her, uh, students were going to ride uh, home with somebody else on the bus. So just wanted to let me know. And uh, which bus it was, and so I told told her which bus it was, and then uh, she said thank you, and then she said P.S. Uh, by the way, I love the podcast. Yeah, yeah, I got a little yeah TLC so, for yeah, so I there are people out there that actually listen to us. I like that. That's and <laughs> I, so we've obviously been off the air for a couple of weeks, so we do appreciate the listeners because we were still getting emails from our host website that we still had. Over a hundred views once, or yeah, a couple oh times. yeah, yeah. People were still listening. Yeah. That was kind of cool. Yeah, so we were we were appreciative of that. But just you know, we had the school board uh, election, and then we had state volleyball, and you know, there is a really busy time. Yeah, uh, it's it's hard for us, but more so everybody yeah, else. I, I think because normally we record these on Wednesday night, and the one Wednesday was regional finals. Yeah, and then the next one was down at the state tournament, the semifinals. So it's been a, it's and, been tough, yeah, yeah, but yeah. It, it's great though. It's a good problem to have. And if we have to move some things around here to support everybody, that's, we are 100% behind that. So. Yep. Absolutely. Thank you for uh, being patient with us. Anyways, we'll go ahead and get our interviewees in here and uh, sit tight, grab a seat and enjoy. home is the starting place of love hope and dreams hi this is tiffany ash with people savings bank whether you are purchasing a new home looking to refinance your current mortgage loan or looking for a flexible home equity line of credit option now is the perfect time to give psb a call Ask for one of our dedicated real estate lenders to learn more about getting you and your home on the right track. At People's Savings Bank, it's all about making the right choices for you. Locations in Wellsburg, Cleves, and Dyke. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Roll blue. All right. Taylor Haynes is joining us in the studio tonight. Taylor, how are you? I'm good. Very good. You've kind of been a busy person lately, correct? Yes, very busy. <laughs> just a little bit. Just, I mean, nothing big going yeah, nothing on. Nothing big, just a couple just, things. No. Just a thing here or there. 
Um, Taylor, we always like to start off our interviews with a little background information. So if you wouldn't mind, would tell us about your family, uh, DNH, what year you are, things like that. Um, I'm a senior at Dyke New Hartford. My parents are Jim and Barb Haynes. I have an older sister, Sarah, and a younger brother, Jack, who's a freshman. Awesome. Uh, what DNH activities are you involved in uh, currently or have you been involved in? I'm in band, volleyball, basketball, and track. And, and I think you're a, a big dog in band, if I'm not <laughs> mistaken, right? I am in the flute section, proud to represent the flutes. There and then go. and then during... Um, oh, yes. New this year, I started directing at um, yes. halftime of the football games, which was exciting to try. Is that nerve-wracking at all? Um, it was the first time because I really didn't know what I was doing, but after I practiced, it was it was easy. So don't tell Katie this, but I don't know, like, when they wave their hands a lot, I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> so, but like, could you just go up there and wave your hands at, at, like, whatever you wanted, or would that ruin everything? Um, You probably could. It probably wouldn't sound the best, but, like, the waving is, like, which count of the measure you're on so it's like helping to stay on track oh, okay if that makes sense and, and how did you get that position um it was kind of just i no one else was really feeling it so i just t- decided to go for it and volunteer and step out of my comfort zone i like it very good do you like doing that rather than playing or would you rather be playing um it's fun to march but it's it's also fun it's both i yeah. guess Okay, all right. So, and is, is it? I'm sorry. You're okay. Is You're it? Good. Is it flutist, flautist? I um, I always get confused on my daughter Marley and my other daughter Taylor both play the flute. And um, I is it flautist, flutist, flutateer? Is it flutateer? <laughs> That's I've never heard that one. I would say flutist, but I no idea really. Okay. Can, can I stick with flutateer? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. You just made that up, didn't you? Oh, 100%. So I'm going to roll with it, though. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's sometimes it just things come to me. Anyways, Taylor, <laughs> so you've, you've been involved in quite a bit of uh, stuff here at Dyke New Hartford. Um, as you said, you're a senior. Do you have any plans immediately after graduation? Um, plan to go to college. Haven't decided where, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Do you have any, like... You got narrowed down? Yeah, or? yeah I got a few... Either I are you letting the, we now we don't want to make you give this information if you don't want to. Is it like top secret no, or okay? I don't. Okay. Um, either Iowa or a school in Minneapolis um, called Augsburg or uh, Wisconsin Lacrosse. I I visited them all, but I have no idea yet. And if I'm not mistaken, those are all in the medical field. Yeah. Something related is that? Uh, that's the plan for a career. Yeah. Okay. So, and uh, like doctor. Yeah, what or part of the pharma- medical field? I know your parents are in the pharmacy area. Um, right. Tentatively, tentatively, probably, maybe med school, but like always, plans could change. I'm not. Well, and really they should. Sure. They should yeah. be able to change. You're right. Just, you shouldn't you're be locked into one thing. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, we're going to get to the the meat and potatoes of the interview here. Okay. And obviously you were uh, a big part of the Dyke New Hartford 2021 volleyball team and the past few years on the volleyball team as well. Describe the makeup of your team. You had, I mean, what's the personality like, the passion like? Yeah, give what us a like? behind the scenes or in the huddle. I would say we're all really driven and we all just have a blast together. We're 
our team chemistry was just off the charts this year. I couldn't ask for anything more. My teammates, they put we push each other, and it just it was so much fun. I love playing with them, and it it was just a perfect storm, honestly. That's great. So let's say if you're having a bad day on the court or something like that, who's the first person that's going to be there to like pick you up and hey, you got it, pat on the back. Um, for me, like the Peterson twins or like Maddie Norton are really helpful. Just like to say you got it, you got the next ball, like shake it off. Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. What uh, did we have a volleyball player on recently? Because I feel like I've asked this question, but I'm going to ask it again. What do you guys say when you guys get together uh, after each point? After like, there's like, <laughs> you know, seventy five, eighty points. Yeah. What, what do you guys say each time? It depends if we're winning or losing that point, I guess. But just like good job or like little pointers or something like that to help each other out. So nobody's having like a full on conversation, or you guys like don't start a conversation, like ask a question and then the next point somebody answers it. <laughs> No, we no. don't do that. Okay. No. Yeah, honestly, sometimes they look so at ease out on the court. I'm just, I'm yeah. picturing them having conversations like, "Hey, would you, would you guys do for supper last night?" <laughs> In between hits and things like right. that. Well, I, I thought maybe it was like a like telephone or something where you you say something and then somebody's got to think of something and then the next point you come back and say, "Oh yeah, yeah, I know what the answer <laughs> is." That would be something new to try, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, I think I yeah, think yeah, that, that's I think a big Diane, no. I think Diane should give it a shot. Yeah. I think so too. I think multitasking. Yeah, or somebody uh, give a, a math question. Oh yeah. You know, and then you have what that. I, you have that point. You have that point to come up with the answer. Absolutely, that's good stuff right there. That is. We should create this. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Maybe we'll, we'll give it a shot. <laughs> anyway, so obviously you said the team chemistry is uh, is fantastic. Um, can you think of a match or set that really stands out to you? This is obviously your four. Uh, a match, a set, a specific point that one throughout your entire four years here at Nike New Hartford that's going to stand out to you the most? Um, honestly, I know it was really recent, but our state semifinal against Denver really stood out to me. It was just like so, so much fun to play. Everything was clicking, and um, they're a familiar opponent. We've played them a lot, but... That game just really stood out to me because we just played so complete and together. It was actually it was really fun to watch that one as well. I just I couldn't believe how well things were going at that time. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously we're a really good team, right? But just seeing how efficient you guys were out there, you didn't mess around at all. It was yeah. fun. Yeah, it's it's I I enjoyed it personally. I enjoyed broadcasting them and also just watching. Um, I, I felt bad at times because. You, <laughs> I didn't want to put down the other team. Yeah. You know, and but you were I was almost rooting for the other team to do something, you know, because <laughs> make it a little more interesting. Yeah, yeah, because we but at the same time I also didn't want to, you know, downplay our team and the talent that we had and um it was so it was so much fun to watch you guys and um I think the whole community just enjoyed it. So in the last match, um the championship match at the very end of the game, uh, if you were watching online, I went back and looked at this, and they talked about their coach was in the, in the huddle after after everything was said and done, and you girls had already won the championship, and their coach said, "Don't feel bad, guys. You just lost to a top a top team in the nation." Has that set into you yet? As being on a top 
20 team in the nation? Not really. Honestly, it's it's quite surreal. Um, I'm just so used to playing with these girls. I don't really think about the bigger picture, but it is, it's really cool to be a part of this. Did you feel uh, stress or, I mean, anything like you guys knew going in that you were going to be pretty good? You know, was it each time you went on the court or was it more of a, you know, expectation or, you know, you guys took it, obviously you took it all in stride, but, you know, was there any internal, you know, just knowing that everybody expected you guys to win? Um, It's definitely like, or at least a little bit in the back of your head, but we don't like focus on it. We just try to always play our best each match, I would say. Yeah. Okay. Um, so obviously, you know, state championships are, are amazing, but you have been on several in different yeah. areas. How many championship teams between volleyball, basketball, things like that have you been a part of? Um, two state volleyball championships last year and this year, and state basketball championship uh, last year as well. I could not remember the <laughs> specifics of um, if you had been on three. So it was yeah. two state volleyball championships? Yep. Okay. And then I think there was um, – did you go on track or – I, I was an alternate freshman year for track. Okay. I did not go. Okay. Uh, last year. All right. So how are these uh, championships similar? Or how are these teams, the makeup of these teams, similar or different? Well, a lot of the girls are out for both sports, so it's really easy to transition into the next one because we all know each other. Um, we always work hard no matter what sport we play. I would say for basketball, the championship was a lot different because we were more so the underdogs. I mean, volleyball we're more well-known for everything. So basketball, we were more the underdogs. We had to prove ourselves a little more. And to go undefeated and win state was really a special accomplishment. Did you feel like underdogs when you were playing basketball? Um, I would say so, yeah. It just like uh, maybe we weren't getting as much recognition. Not that we just had to prove ourselves a little more to everyone. Right, you had been made those steps but hadn't made the ultimate step yeah. probably so um in volleyball do you enjoy all the yelling <laughs> like the cheering of the fans or no like, like the cheering of the players yeah i it's really high energy i like yeah I, so when when i broadcast um at home and the other team is warming up on the net our girls then are off to the side and they're digging and things like that and it it's loud yeah. I mean, there's who who leads that chance? Um, Is this, there anybody in particular? This year, uh, off the court, we were like passing Ryan Shoemaker did some of the cheers, but we always try to pump ourselves up before the games and everything. So, yeah, there's a lot of cheering. Yeah, there is. I, uh, and each um, player on the bench, after they like, have a kill, has their own like special cheer for each <laughs> girl, which is also fun. Yeah, that's pretty cool. What was yours? Uh, T train T and then go choo choo. Oh, nice! Yeah. <laughs> Did they do that? Choo choo. Yes. Oh pull yeah. The horn. Heck yeah. yeah. Uh, I like that. <laughs> That's very cool. That's good. There's just yeah. So you talk about being underdogs. Do you like that underdog title? Um. What would you prefer? Being the one on top, like the target is on your back. You want to be the hunter or the hunted? Right. Uh, I'd rather be the hunter. Just like you don't feel that like. I don't know. It's like it's different, but to know you're expected is 
to do well is different. I don't know. That's a hard one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I, Unfortunately, I I've never had to even <laughs> deal with that ever. Yeah, I've actually never uh, either. That's surprising. I, as I get that may seem. So the most nervous I get is playing retro bowl, and uh, I made the championship. It was, well, I'm in my fifth season, but like two seasons ago, and it came down to like the last play, and I was like super nervous, and I was expected to win. I think I lost one game the entire regular season. Yeah. So yeah where, so I, I thought well, maybe, I'm just trying to relate to yeah. Taylor and just try to. I thought maybe you were going to go keep going. No, I did win it, though. That's that's awesome. I did win it. had two MVPs. Yeah, I can only imagine. my. I guess the closest I would say is fantasy football. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's. Yeah. But, okay, so I have a question for you that I just kind of wanted. This is yeah, just yeah. a fun question for me. If the 2020 state championship team were to play the 2021 state championship team, who would win? That is a tough question. I would say the 2021 team just because more experience, a lot of the same girls were back, so I'd like to think with a little more wisdom we could have beat the other yeah. ones. Okay. I, was there a senior on last year's team? Mm-hmm. If I'm um, Leah Neuroth, I believe, is the only one. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I have said this a few times. Um being from Dyke and, you know, I was here when um, Dyke first started going back in the eight, mid-80s and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I said that the this year's team is probably one of the best that I've seen. Like, And I, I thought the 88 team was really good. Um, we just roasted everybody. Um, and that was back when they just had 1A, 2A. Oh. There, there was no other... No other classes, and but to me, in in, the, in perspective of the whole thing, I, this one was there was just so many options. I mean, Madeline could have done anything with that ball, yeah. and it was it, it was going to get taken care of, whether it was on the backside, the front side, the short, the pipe. It didn't it didn't matter. And I also made the comment uh, on plenty of broadcasts that the defense, the blocking was unbelievable <laughs> i mean those girls on the other team had to be so frustrated because yeah. point after point match after match it was the same the same thing and they could not do that and the hitting efficiency was just you know yeah a tribute to the block and you know once you get the block up there you know now you get a, a hand on the ball and now the pass becomes easier now the set and i mean it was it was it was it was ridiculous. I felt bad for the other team at times because they would try every single, and then finally it just became a roll shot. Yeah. And it was like, well, I'm not going to hit it in the block, so I'm just going to roll shot. Go around it. And then when they go around it, it's basically a free ball. Yeah. And then I say, this isn't going to end well. And then we put the hammer down and we get the point. Yeah, blocking <laughs> is honestly my favorite part about volleyball. I, the feeling of getting like a stuffed block is. So awesome. Yeah, that has to. I, I remember when I did it in PE. <laughs> How challenging is it when you're blocking to go up and avoid the net? Uh, you you just gotta like not swing your arms. It is you got you, you got to put a little thought into it because yeah. you know just messing around like yeah, you said I'm doing, you, yes. doing stuff at like PE. You don't think about it. You just go up. Right. But you girls get your hands over top of the net and yeah. everything. And then you got to angle Well, yeah, you got to angle it. You got to make sure that the, the ball, if you do yeah. hit it, it goes back in play. Uh-huh. And you can't have your hands too far apart. And yep. 
Yeah, that's that's phenomenal. I I think so too. I I'm I'm with you. I think the blocking is when you roof somebody, it's or come out with the single shingle. But see, I, in basketball, I'm the same. I'd rather black block a shot. That's my favorite thing. Too. Then dunk. Yeah. Well, I didn't have to worry about that either. <laughs> <laughs> I, Me neither. I'd love to tell you what that would be like. The only time I ever touched the net was, and this was way back in the day. This was when you could take the mats off the wall. Oh, like they were Velcro up there, so we would take them off the wall, put them down in front of the the hoop, and then we'd run, jump off the mat, <laughs> and then I could get up there. There you go. Okay, so what is going <laughs> you know, senior year when it's all said and done, what's going to be your fondest memory of anything Dyke New Hartford? Um, honestly, just hey, spending time with my friends, and I've met so so many great people. This community is just really awesome, and I can't complain. I really, really have enjoyed my time here. Very good. Okay, so are you ready for the random question of the day? Um, Taylor, you ready to go? Yeah, hit me. Okay, so, she, I, so I she, altered. She, I, I made some changes here, okay. so he doesn't know either. Okay. Well, and he even offered Taylor to, to get it, and you want to be completely surprised. Okay. Yeah, this yeah. is this is legit here. Okay. Right. I want to hear it too. So would you rather be forced to live without your phone for the rest of your life and you can't just go like buy a new one. You don't oh, okay. get a phone for the rest of your life or use an outhouse for the rest of your life. Um so you can either have your cell phone and use an outhouse or use an outhouse and And this outhouse is like it's out. So winter time. So yeah, you are, yeah, I forgot about winter. You're going out. Yep. You are you're committing. And no phone? No phone. Ever? I yeah, because I Can you use a friend's phone? I'll I'll put it like this. You know those those dial phones back in the day that you had in your house? Yeah. That you still have? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'll say you can have one of those. I would go without the phone. I would and the toilet, yeah. That's one of the things that yeah. you'd prefer. Mhm. And like, you know, maybe you could have a computer too. Okay. All right. Get around it a little bit. Is that true? Is mm. that allowed? Well, I think I think <laughs> that's fine because the question was about phones. Phones. So. <laughs> That's what if what if you're driving stuff. down and though you don't I mean you have car trouble or Yeah, I guess. Um I think I have AAA. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody will be by, right? Yeah. <laughs> Push the on star button, does that count? <laughs> All right, what about you, Travis? I, I would I would do the outhouse. Really? Mainly because I'm a guy oh, and I yeah. know there is differences. Is, yeah. See, I was going to go that way too for the exact and same reason. A lot reason. of females do not, which I, I'm with you there. Yep. You know, I I, my, was, I don't really want it. My biggest thing is when you go into a porta potty is please put the seat down. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't need to see the the blue stuff. Yeah. <laughs> just, mm. just just put the just put it down. Yeah. Just, Cover it up. <laughs> yes. How about you? I I'm doing the exact same thing. I am I'm using that house i'm hoping the the blue stuff's all covered up and right. i get to use the cell phone and uh call for help if i ever need it yeah, it would be cold can you imagine actually like really having to think about the polar vortex a couple of years yeah, ago <laughs> like if you really had to do that like back in the day they I, did it i don't know how Man, they did it i know but yeah that's gotta love it um one of my <laughs> one of my friends actually they're family friends they should phrase it like that they live um lived in Kwaski and they had an old outhouse building that was on their property 
and they took the shed off and everything and buried the outhouse part and just left the shed out there and it, oh. it's actually kind of cool <laughs> to see nice. it my grandparents church um it's on a gravel road it's like one room it still does not have indoor plumbing really oh my yeah gosh. Oh, there th- do they still out- go there? there are outhouses, but I've never used them. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, I you would plan accordingly. It. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I went to Boundary Waters several years ago, and that's I, that was my biggest fear was having to use the the restroom there, and just gotta go. You gotta commit. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe I am gonna. <laughs> maybe I would switch. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you I, just as your tech guy, I can't see you making the switch. Right. Well, but I mean, you have a computer. You. That's, I mean, you're you, right. You're there, right. There are other. Does that include iPad? Uh, the, it's a phone thing, so I'd say you're you're dandy. Because I think maybe an iPad might. I mean, you still get all that stuff. Uh huh. What if I change it to no Wi-Fi? Does that change? Well, that would yeah. That would be <laughs> for sure. <laughs> all right. Well, Taylor, just want to say thank you so oh. much for stopping in. Sorry, wrong. One. No, that, that's okay. <laughs> wrong one. <laughs> Like I said, thank you so much for stopping in. Um, volleyball, it's been a blast to watch you, and Absolutely. it was fun to teach you, and I can't wait to see what basketball goes like, and enjoy the rest of senior year. Yes, thank you so much. Reineke Construction is a family-owned business right here in the DNH School District focused on providing residential construction services with the highest levels of customer satisfaction. They do everything possible to exceed your expectations like they have over the last 20 years. Reineke Construction does jobs from installing a garage door, to building barns, to your dream house. They have even built a golf course clubhouse. Services include new construction, remodels or general repairs for homes, constructions on a variety of frames and pole buildings, and construction of clubhouses and other commercial buildings. Reine Key Construction serves Blackhawk, Butler, Grundy, and surrounding Iowa counties, and most of their business comes from word of mouth, which is the best kind of advertising. Look around their website at reinekeyconstruction.com to see a collection of projects they have built or renovated with passion. If you have comments or questions, please f- feel free to contact them at 319 319- Two three nine six two five six or R E I N C O N S T at Gmail dot com. Key Construction. Measure twice, cut once. All right, everyone, we are back in the studio again with our second interview of the night. We've got Cassidy Ben Scooter joining us. How are you, Cassidy? Good. How are you? I am fine on this lovely rainy evening. Yes. I, I am I am not a fan of daylight savings time whatsoever. Me yeah. neither. Not I, with little kids. I yo, it messed my kids up, man. Yes. Ugh, I, I I yeah, I do not and like me it. Too. What, yeah. <laughs> so now there's a big push to get rid of it. Yes. And I asked somebody what is the what is the actual reason for it? And somebody told me, one person said it was farming, mm-hmm. was to give the farmers an extra hour in the summertime. That's what I'd always heard. Um, and then I heard, uh, there was something else I heard of, but I, I can't remember what it was. But the farming one was, the one. I don't know if that's true or not. I think I've heard that too. And then they said with farm equipment now, with lights and stuff like that, you don't need it. That's kind of what I've gathered. Mm-hmm. So, and that's the only reason I'd ever heard either. So I don't, yeah, I don't know anything. Yeah. I that's anyways. I so. did enjoy when we lived out in Arizona. Oh yeah, Arizona does not have. Oh yeah, 
but it was it made it tough thinking of back home. Yeah. Because in the summertime you're two hours behind everybody, and then in the uh, wintertime you're an hour. So calling home when you always had to be careful of. <laughs> oh, I bet. <laughs> Make how, sure long, they were how long were you there again? Uh, five years. Five years. Okay. Yep. We're probably the only people that ever moved away from Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> I, I question that all the time. Wow. Gotta love and it. You don't love the snow and the I, rain. I, I do. I do. But yeah, just we, yeah, we moved away from a place that everybody else goes to vacation mm-hmm. yep. and, and we were living there. Now, the reason we moved back was to raise the family. You can't beat Midwest values and True. and things like that. So that that was the reason, and I don't I don't fault that one bit. But good. All right. So yeah, anyway, enough of me. <laughs> <laughs> so Cassidy, why don't we go ahead and and we'll start with some background information. Sure. Um, so fill us in. Where'd you grow up? School, college, family. Okay. That that fun stuff. All right. Perfect. Um, I grew up in Mason City, Iowa. Um, I graduated from high school there. I'm not going to say the year because it would give it away. <laughs> um, and then I went to college at Warburg College in Waverly, Iowa, so not too far from here. Um, and that's actually where I live right now. I'm I'm in Waverly, and I commute here to Dyke New Hartford Schools. Um, I live with I have my husband Ryan, um, and we have two boys. We have Hayden, who's five, and he's in pre-K here at Dyke New Hartford. And then I have my youngest, who is Connor, and he's a 17-month-old toddler. Awesome. Boy. I love the Hayden is just like the name is awesome. Yep. Good old Hayden Fry. Yeah. Gotta love it. We decided on our way to an Iowa Hawkeye football game did what his really? name would be. Yes, we did. We were talking about names and my husband is a huge Iowa Hawkeye football fan and we knew it was a boy, so that was the name. Wow. Were you in education? Yes, you were. Yep. So yep. like cause I know being in education, there's a lot of names that you throw out already. Yes. <laughs> Yes, it's well, a little I, bit tougher. You know what? I had never taught a Hayden until that oh, point. Perfect. So I it, it works yeah. perfectly. Yep. That's that's good. that's good. Yeah, I like that name a lot. I lived in Mason City for a while. I went to Nyack. Okay. Yep. I you didn't give me years, so I don't. I was there from uh, like nineteen ninety to um, like ninety four, ninety five. Okay, I would have been. Um, Probably Somewhere in elementary school elementary during school? that time. Oh, yes. awesome! <laughs> okay, great. Yeah, right. yeah. So I, I wouldn't. We wouldn't have crossed paths probably. <laughs> okay. So, um, who did you have anything specific or anyone specific that encouraged you to enter the the musical field and education or education in general? Yeah, I I did my um my elementary, middle school, and high school orchestra director. I played violin all through school. Which is crazy because I'm I'm a vocal music teacher now, so I wasn't really into vocal music until high school, um, but I always played in the orchestra, and he was just such an encouraging educator, and he just really taught me a passion for music, um, and then I just really found a love for singing um, as I joined choir in my later years of high school, and my high school choir director um, was also another one of those you know influences in my life to pursue music. Awesome. At Wartburg, did you do um, band and chorus, or I? I just I only did choir oh, when I was okay. at Wartburg. Um, and you probably I, is that? I mean, is that all you can probably handle? On yeah, I would. Some students choose to do both, okay. but once you get into those top ensembles at your at the okay. collegiate level, you really kind of focus your attention on one thing. Okay, so I know Marley is in it. I just didn't mm-hmm. know. It. I, I never even thought to even ask her if people 
you know, that would be, a, I mean, mm-hmm. that, it's pretty I, demanding. I don't, I don't know that it's possible to be in like two top ensembles at like where, where I went to school at Warburg. Sure. Um, but yeah, it, it was, you know, it is a demanding, um, thing to be part of. It's a couple hour commitment every is, day. Yes. Weekends. Yes. Big concert. So, um, I just chose to do, I did, was in the top ensemble, the Warburg choir for three years. Um, and I was also part of the women's choir when I was a freshman, um, and then as a senior, I got to kind of help in some leadership roles and be a section leader and a student director for the women's choir yes. and for the Warburg choir. If I can um, advocate for anything, Warburg, the choir and the band, are, they are unbelievable. They that sh- Sunday are. service mm-hmm. uh, for homecoming. Yep. And the Newman Auditorium. And I mean, it is just... They are. They have very quality. They have a, such a quality program, it, and it just keeps it just keeps growing too. So it's pretty cool to have been part of that. Yeah. And use those experiences, you know, here in my my daily teaching. So it's pretty. It's kind of cool yeah. to see what they've been doing there. So, coming out of Waverly, then, was it hard to find a job in in the field of music education? I I feel like I was pretty fortunate when I was out looking for jobs. Um, in the year that I graduated college, so back in 2007 when I was looking, um, there was there I wouldn't say there was tons of music openings, but I was very open. I wasn't tied down to one area, so I really just started putting my foot in the door. You know, sending out, you know, back in the day we sent out paper applications <laughs> on our Manila envelopes. Um, had to have that that certain type of paper. Yes, had to have your official transcript, yeah. like everything. Nothing was digital back then, <laughs> so. Um, I didn't have one area that I needed to stay. I was open to moving anywhere, and I was really open to teaching um, any grade level, though secondary was kind of the area that I would was hoping to get. So um, I put some, some applications out. I got an interview um, at Tripola Schools, which is not too far from here either. It's pretty close to where I live in Waverly still. Um, did an interview and was able to get that job. So I didn't really have to do a lot of interviewing for that first position. Um, but I was also willing to pretty much go anywhere in the state right. of Iowa to find a music job. And how many years have you been teaching total? Um, this is my 15th school year. Okay. And then how many you start? you said you started at Tripola? Yep. Tripola schools. I was there for seven years. Um, and then I came here in 2014, okay. um, on my eighth year and I have been here ever since. Did you say where you, uh, student taught? Um, I student taught Charles city schools. In the whole the whole time, yes, the whole time. Okay. I I did a elementary placement there um, first, and then I did my high school secondary placement for the second part of it. And the only reason I ask about the difficulty finding jobs is I just I know that uh, openings for like industrial tech and art and they're just seem to be harder to fill or harder to come across. At the mm-hmm. same time, it's just like a an ebb and flow. Yeah, um, and. It kind of reminded me of when we interviewed Lane, uh, right? Just with what we had talked about. So I just was interested in hearing that. So, um, what does your typical day like? Because you are uh, running the whole Beauty and the Beast production mm-hmm. that, and we are we're lucky enough to get to go to the matinee tomorrow. Yes, yeah, so we're and, so excited. And then Friday, you have a show, right? We actually were, or is moving, it Saturday? Yeah, we're moving our show um, to, to help support our football players. So we're going to do our show on um, Saturday stays the same. So 7 p.m. on Saturday. And then we're going to do a matinee production on Sunday at 2 p.m. 
um, instead of that Friday show, just so that our students, um, because we have a lot of students who do both our we have a lot of football players in our cast, both on stage and backstage. So we want everybody to like get to put their full effort into what they're doing. So we decided to move that production. And it helps show. both then. It yeah. totally helps both. And right. I think that's, that's best for our students, for sure. That's very good. So now coming back to that, what does a typical day look like for you when you've got musicals or plays or anything like that that you're helping out with? How does that, over, how does that impact your daily routine? Well, um, definitely takes a lot of planning. So, um, like I said, I, I live in Waverly, so my commute usually starts um, if I don't have morning rehearsals or practices. Um, that the day usually starts at seven a.m. We're out the door with the kids. <laughs> so some days that's more of a challenge than others. Right. <laughs> Show choir mornings, me and the kids are out the door by six fifteen. So it's just a planning ahead at night. Um, then get to school, get the kids um, off to daycare or school. Teaching, um, I teach vocal lessons in the morning, do my high school choirs in the middle of the day. Um, four days out of six, I head to New Hartford and do my, some lessons and do junior high choir. Um, and then I go get the kids and we go back to Waverly. So we got a lot of commuting um, and I have supper with my family. I get the kids fed, spend a little time with them. And then I head back for rehearsal um, and we rehearse 6.30 or 7 o'clock to nine sometimes later like this last week's been a little bit later <laughs> um and we just get the show prepared in the evening so i've been here all day and those kids have definitely been here all day i've got football players cross-country runners cheerleaders volleyball players um all on our team so we're we're here for the long days hey, that's a crazy good i guess yeah what? And a shout out to your family too. I mean, it right. takes uh, an army to be involved. Yes. I always, you know, I always thank uh, coaches, wives, and husbands, and uh, obviously your family as well. Yes. being a part of extracurriculars when you're doing something like this because it is a time-consuming job. Absolutely, my husband. Shout out to him. He he does bedtime, bath time, book time, which. You know, if we're home, we do it together, but he's been doing that by himself for, you know, those nights that we're here late and we kind of just, he has to take on those responsibilities a little bit more. So he's been pretty awesome supporting me so that I'm able um, to be the, you know, the director of this right. production. What does your husband do? He is a worker at John Deere. Okay. So, right. so when he, if he's working late, then also shout out to grandma because my mom, <laughs> she comes and helps with the kids. Lifesaver. Yes. Life grandma line. comes in clutch. Now for, um, the school year, do you have input on when, uh, you know, concerts and, and musicals and, and do you have a say in how much workload you take on or is that just pretty much every year? This is what we do. I, it's it kind of, we kind of have these set dates that we use. Um, these are kind of the concerts that, um, they have done for years and years, like the amount of concerts that we do. Um, we get together, the music department gets together with Cody Eichmeyer every, I would say we probably mid May okay. of the year before. And we sit down with his big calendar cause he's in charge of scheduling every activity. And right. we just, we, he has the dates that we think things are going to be. And then we just work through from okay. stuff that happens in August all the way to the next May and get it get it on that calendar so that our kids can, you know, participate in everything. Right. I've always wondered how that, you know, works. And, you mm -hmm. know, with you being, you know, when you first got here, 
are are you able to make changes and stuff or you oh, know abs- do you absolutely but okay. i think um how we kind of have things spaced out is is good for our program and for the kids because we're always having something to work towards so we don't really get that stagnant time right. um it really keeps us moving keeps us working hard keeps us grinding because we have something else coming up so um it is busy but i think if it wasn't busy that maybe we wouldn't be pushing ourselves so hard right. every time. So it's a good thing. It keeps and us it, hustling. Yeah, it's amazing, too, because, um, you know, Tad and I both are down at the New Hartford campus, and, you know, you go by the, the music room, and, I mean, there's always, I hear it, and then, you know, there it is in the concert. Yep. You know, or there it is, mm-hmm. and, you know, and there's a lot of work that those kids yes. put in, and, and it does take quite a bit of time. And, you yes. know, the, even today I heard that Katie was in there, and, and um, you know, I heard – I think Christmas music or, you know, something that was being worked on towards, you know. Yes. Heading on down the road. So going along with then uh, play preparation and concert con- uh, prep and everything like that, what are some of the emotions that you experience after you finish the concert? You've you've put in all the time mm-hmm. and now it's done. What? How do you feel? Like, is it a sadness? Is it glee that you get to a relief yeah (laughs) i think a little i think there's always it's always bittersweet because you just spent a lot of time and gave a lot of yourself and your students did too and you are it's kind of like you're closing the chapter on that event so it's always a little bittersweet but i always feel just like a sense of pride because i know just the effort that it takes from the students um the staff, the school district support, the community support that all it all takes for us to perform and, and have this event happen. So always just very proud of, you know, everybody's work and efforts. Um, and it's almost it's very like it's almost like you have an adrenaline high after you finish that performance because you you start these kids off sight reading this music and they've never heard it before. And then six weeks later or in our case for the musical, nine weeks later, we are we're doing a two hour and fifteen minute production, start to finish, memorized, um, right, staged lights, you know, costumes, everything, and it's I don't know, it's kind of it's kind of a cool thing to get to see it from you know ground zero to the final product over nine short weeks. Uh, were you ever in in uh, musicals or plays or anything? I was in Dad? a first grade concert. <laughs> first, first grade. Uh, we had a circus in the first grade, and I was a clown. Clown, I, I knew that was going to be the end. <laughs> yeah, I I never was. I I don't know how those kids. I I mean, it's amazing. I, I just I always think of myself. How what you know up there and it, memorization and where to yes. stand and what to do and you know not to mention everything else that mm-hmm. you talked about that's going on. I mean, it's just I think it's amazing that anybody that can get up on that stage, whether right. it's it's band or vocal or anything and perform the way they do. See, uh, it's, it's crazy. At East Buchanan during my, my high school years, we had a lot of turnover for teachers in the music department. Mm-hmm. And I don't, not to use that as an excuse, but I never really felt comfortable putting myself out mm-hmm. there with, with a lot that much turnover. You know, maybe, maybe I should have just because it is a great experience. Right. And I, I would encourage it now that I've seen, some of the stuff that as from the teaching side, I would highly recommend it. But at that time I was an awkward teenager and just unsure of a lot of Mm -hmm. things. So, yeah, I think 
I think that being involved in, in anything like, you know, music or drama is such a confidence builder. Um, it just builds your confidence to get out there and um, perform for others. It, it, it's always going to be a little bit scary, and that's the point of it. Um, it just give, gives you that confidence, and it, um, you know, it's one of those things that I think is a great thing for everybody to try. And it's got to be in it, kind of in your situation, too, where you see them in junior high. Yes. And then all of a sudden they come out, you know, you know, and try out for something in a musical and you're, you know, you got to be like, oh, boy, I'm not sure. Or, mm-hmm. you know, or, you know, try to push them into that. That's got to be pretty neat to see that yes. transformation of a, a junior high student of, you know, totally timid and not doing anything. And, you know, because I know at the junior high they always talk about when you get to the high school, just try everything. Yes. Just try it. Just try it. And that's got to be a kind of a, mm-hmm. a cool feeling or, a, you know, just to see a kid yes, progress the progr- all the way. Yes, the progression from when they're in junior high. I think that's um, a huge thing that that I think really helps our high school drama department is that we do offer um, a junior high musical and a junior high play every other year. So it gives them that first shot at it. Um, not, it's still pressure because you are still on stage in front of an audience, mm-hmm. but I think at that junior high level, like – they just have the ability to try something new and get their feet wet with it and yeah. then see if that's an area that they could be passionate about and be part of in the high school, which we hope they would. Um, like this year at the high school, I think I counted, we have over 50 students involved in our production, wow. which I think is, you know, pretty cool. Um, and not only on stage, we have a bunch of students who um, are helping with our backstage crew, with our sound booth, with our spotlights, light board so we have tons of roles for people to fill um and we have lots of needs for that so i was really happy with that uh participation this year i've always had kids uh in the eighth grade particularly that are always asking you know should i do it should i go out and and be a part of the backstage like like yeah get out there because then you'll at least get a better look at Mm -hmm. if you want to at some point be in the in the actual production out front that people are seeing. And I think it's paid off quite a bit. I mean, I've seen a lot mm-hmm. of the kids that have been at backstage at some point have kind of taken on at least a few supporting roles. Yes. And, and that's always cool to see. Yeah, you get so. to see a friend or something out there like, oh, yeah, that's, that's kind of cool, you know? Yep. Okay, so this is just a fun question here. What kind of music do you prefer to listen to? Like you're jamming on the radio. What's your go-to type of music? I honestly listen to a little bit of everything. I know that's a lame answer, but I, (laughs) so I guess I, since I have a long commute, I um, have XM radio because, you know, I don't have time for commercials. When you have a 35 (laughs) minute drive, you don't want to listen to commercials. (laughs) So I guess my number one playlist has, it's called the pulse, which is like basically your everyday pop. Um, but not like, not too, too young pop, more of like adult pop and, you know, that kind of listening. I've got a nineties station programmed in cause I grew up with that music. Oh I've yeah. Got the 2000s station. Cause that was like high school prime. <laughs> um, you gotta have that. And stuff. then this is probably the biggest one and the most annoying one for my husband is the Christmas music stations are already going in my car. Um, my wife's already got both of them programmed in. Does she have Holly and Holiday Traditions? They are yep. both. They were in the, this last weekend. We went down to Des Moines for um, my daughter's cheer thing. Uh-huh. And I get in the car and back out. And I'm like, what in the heck? 
like already, and then she points to the presets. I'm uh-huh. like, they're yeah. in. They're in. They're it's ready to go. Beginning in November, I always no time. <laughs> I always look up what channel station they're going to be and get them programmed right That's away. That's funny. Um, this is funny. My son at school last week, he told his preschool teacher that we they, we listened to Christmas music on the way to school. And then she asked, why were we listening to it? And he said, because it makes mom happy. And it's true. <laughs> it, it really does. Like, it takes your stress away when you listen to it. It's just the joy of the season, I guess. Do you, do you have your tree up yet? No, I do not. Do you, but do you I have, have rules plan. in your house? No rules, but I have a plan for it. Um, it's going to probably go up this week. Well, it was going to go up Sunday, but we since the musicals moved, it might have to go up Friday morning. Okay. So, oh, I like it. Yeah. So I, I have to I have to prepare though. You gotta do some you gotta do some cleaning and Sneaky, I've got a, I like it. I've got a toddler, so we may be doing some altering of the tree because I don't know that the ornaments are gonna stay on the tree this year. Right. A little bit higher than normal. Yes, wow. he's he's into everything. <laughs> I can tell you Christmas exploded our at our house over the weekend. So Oh boy. Oh yeah, it's like a winter wonderland. You should come check it out. <laughs> Thanksgiving just it seems like it gets roasted now. I see Thanksgiving's my favorite holiday. Me too, but I I love decorating for Christmas, but I love Thanksgiving with the family. So yeah, I'm not hating on Thanksgiving, but there's just a lot more Christmas music and celebration for. Yeah, there's only so many Adam Sandler yes. Thanksgiving songs that can go around, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so Cassidy, are you ready for the random question of the day? I think so. I'm kind of nervous here. Oh, this will be this is a good one. Okay. So if you had to choose one of the following methods of transportation to use for the rest of your life, what would it be? And I'm going to give you a list of four here, okay? okay. Do you have any like prefaces like cuz anytime we do these random questions there's always a some type of loophole and so now we've learned to close that loophole before okay. it even opens. So we're well, we're talking like on the highway Yes. Like, like you can't. Like if Cassie's it's the only way you can get, get around. If Cassie's yeah. coming to school, this is the only yeah. way. Let's let's and just you're talking say, about wintertime. Yeah. Let's just say that this is you know, you don't have to worry about family or things like okay. that. Or that just, would make this a big is just difference. this is just Just your mode of transportation. Yeah, your mode of transportation. Okay, okay so the can first we say one, can we say it's the summer? Like Yeah, we'll just go with summer, you know. Yeah. Okay. A, a nice day. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Beautiful day. Okay. Um probably because some of these you would wipe out you may not be on this thing very long. Yeah. Maybe a nice light breeze, but not one that's <laughs> overly. Right. Okay. Okay. So the first option is a Segway and you know, the ones that you <laughs> <Yes>. stand on <laughs> and you lean and um, the next one is a motorized scooter. So you, you stand on it and you hold it and it's just like a razor only it goes on its own, uh, a moped or a lawnmower. And like I'm, a riding lawnmower or a push mower? A rider. Okay. A rider. I should have clarified that. <laughs> that would stink. And, and I will let you kind of it, determine that, if it's that, zero turn or if it's that, uh, that I, I just had a vision in my mind of of a push mower. <laughs> but it's self propelled, but you gotta you gotta like, like be on top of the top engine and, ride it. and then push the <laughs> you're, holding, you're, holding, you're, you're reaching behind you're reaching it, like, back behind oh, to make no. sure that it, the engine doesn't fall doesn't turn off <laughs> and you got to make sure that you can go yeah okay so we got a segway a motorized scooter yep moped moped lawnmower mm-hmm. well i think the most practical would probably be the moped okay just because i feel like the segway i would probably fall all right because the balance 
Um, I feel like the moped, if you had, a, if somebody had to go with you, you could, you know, have somebody hitch a ride. Dumb and dumber style. Yes. Um, yep. I like that. Though the lawnmower, I think you can go faster in a moped. So, like, let's say I had to get, I got 20 minutes to get to New Hartford and teach those junior high lessons. I better take the moped instead of the lawnmower. Okay. I, I know, I, I have a feeling, I don't know your answer, but I think I know what you're going to say. Okay. I'm with Cassidy. I, I would choose the moped. That seems the most logical, get you places where you need to go. Um, and so I would I would rather try the Segway. I've never been on one. Neither have I. They look kind of cool. I mean, everybody be looking at you. I don't know how fast they go. I mean, they at least one or two miles per I hour. I think they go faster than that. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, but I mean, the other ones you have to stand on. I mean, besides the lawnmower, but mm-hmm. I'm I'm for a moped as well. Because could you get a souped up one like a absolutely like the ones that go fast? I, absolutely, you can. These are, I mean, they're. No restrictions. If on it says these. moped, I can get any any model. Yeah, any model. You could take the governor off of it if you want. Really get a little extra <laughs> zoom. So back in the day, we all had mopeds when we were in junior high, and uh, myself and and uh, one of my friends, Lance Loger, uh, we had the Iowa. It, it was a Honda Express Iowa, and it was an automatic two speed. Uh huh. But we would go. We and then we would let off on the gas like we were like it was a clutch and then it go <laughs> and we were, we were the only ones that had that so everybody's like oh you got a two speed nice so it, we went the same speed as everybody else it yes. just but you made it sound it, cool. it sounded way cool so I want to what do you think I, I think you're gonna say lawnmower oh 100 percent going lawnmower <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure I'm trying to guess why um. And I don't want to say like lazy, you know. I I want to. Have you seen the movie Waterboy? Yes. Okay, remember Vicky Valentine? Then the movie soups up his lawnmower. That's how he leaves his his house on the in the swamp in Florida, <laughs> and that's how he got to the practice field all the time. Yeah, I'm taking the lawnmower route. She souped that thing up for him, and if you haven't seen at least YouTube the clips of Adam Sandler on the riding lawnmower, it's it's I, good I'll stuff. I'll have to YouTube it. It's yeah, I'm taking the lawnmower every every day of the week. For all my Adam Sandler fans out there, this is like the the good Adam Sandler stuff, not the you know, we're talking Happy Gilmore, Waterboy, um all those. Billy Madison. I was just going to say that one. They um they have lawnmower races, don't they? I think so. I think I've seen them at like state fairs and things like that. And I think like If you could soup it up, I I guess I never went I would like it to do that. Well, my thing is too. Would I'd you like have to a zero turn? Oh, see, I, I think a zero turn would really add a little extra horsepower to it. Yeah, I always think it's funny. Uh, you can make uh, some side cash, mow a lawn on your way. Yeah, exactly. Right. Right, and, and super fast. Yeah. <laughs> I always get a kick out of people that that have the zero turns or whatever, and they start. <laughs> start bouncing, yeah, like they can't get it under control, and it just not keeps, quite sure how it to, just keeps bouncing, and they they can't stop it from bouncing. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> There's something about a good old traditional like John Deere Cub Cadet too. You know, can't go wrong. I've never, never. Um, I've only been on a riding lawnmower one time. Really? Yep. Used to mow the baseball field here, but otherwise, I never had one growing up or. Uh, our, at our baseball one. field, we actually preferred to drag with a lawnmower. We took the deck off, and then we had a, a super sweet drag. It was an awesome drag. 
and you just went with the lawnmower, nice even even speed, and it the field looked beautiful. I mean, nice. Um, well, we better uh, let you get going here, Cass. You got, a, got a little commute. commute heading back yep, here. Heading and, home. Well, but, I'm going to work on some choir uniforms first. Get some work done. The quiet of the evening. The musical again. Uh, times and um, dates here. Yep, we're going to perform for our K-8 students tomorrow at 1245. Um, and then on Saturday, the 13th, we will perform at 7 o'clock p.m. And then Sunday, the 14th at 2 o'clock p.m. All right. Perfect. Very, uh, very good. And good luck with everything. I know there's a lot that goes into it, and uh, we appreciate that. Yes, thank you so much. Thank Have you. Have a great night. You too. The Dyke New Hartford Booster Club is established as a support group to encourage parent and community participation and to raise funds to enhance and expand the academic, social, and athletic programs that are available to each individual student at Dyke New Hartford Schools. The Booster Club feels strongly that parent and community involvement during the school year can be a key to the success of our students here at DNH. Please consider helping our students by becoming a member. Our Booster Club website can be found under the Parent and Community tab on the DNH homepage. Thank you for your support and roll blue. Compadres, that does it for another episode of DNH Loose Change. Fun interviews tonight. A little bit different. Fun to get to know some people and reflect on a successful volleyball season. Oh, what do you think, Travis? I thought it was good. I I thought uh, both the guests came with some energy. Brought Got their A game. Yeah, brought their A game. Yep, that's the first time I really talked to Taylor Haynes. You know, and uh, Cassidy the same. She's probably at the busiest time of her year, I would say, right now. And she made time for us, so I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. After hearing her, I mean, everybody's busy, but she's busy in in her own way. And and with the commute to boot, you know, that's 30 minutes or 35 minutes of, you know, downtime that, you know. Mm -hmm. And then you've got Taylor who has end of trimester stuff coming up for – in the classroom and volleyball obviously just finished up basketball starting up yeah she's got a lot going on too so uh thankful for both of our guests that were able to join us tonight uh first pitch first pitch i think we got to give a shout out to our fall sports um fall sports teams here cheerleading cross country uh, volleyball, obviously, with the championship. We had some state cross-country runners. State cheer just took place. Yep. And then, obviously, tomorrow or uh, Friday, we're in the Dome here, continuing to cheer on our football team. Hopefully, we get to do that again next week, too. Yeah, that, that is a lot of D&H students that are involved in, in those, you know. I wonder what those. the head count would be in fall sports or fall activities. I bet we could get that at some point. Oh, yeah, we could get a number, but I bet you, if I had to guess right now, uh, 60, 80, 100, I would say it's probably close to 130. 
Yeah, I was going to guess somewhere between that mm-hmm. 120, 150 range. I know that's a wide range, but yep. Yep. there's a lot. I mean. Right, and that things. and that's just those four. I mean, we have tons of other things going on. Yeah. And uh, the percentage of our students that are in some type of activity, you know, extracurricular, whether it be a club or, you Art know, club. A, a sport or whatever it is, you know. We're very fortunate to have some driven First of all, driven coaches and uh, overseers who are willing to put in that time for the students and then students who are willing to put that time in for themselves. Right. So Yes, yes. And reaping the rewards, Absolutely. the benefits of, of that hard work. Absolutely. Not that everybody else does it. I always kind of get a little, not upset, but, I, you know, everybody works hard, you know, just because you don't, you know, did Western Christian in volleyball not work harder than us? Uh, you know, they probably did, but, you know. It's one of those things that you we want to give. There's so much praise to go around right now. Like, so many people deserve praise that if we forget you, it's nothing personal. Right. It's just there's a lot, and right now it just happens to be fall athletics and extracurriculars, and soon enough it will be uh, winter and so on and so forth. Yep, all the winter activities then will be kicking off. All right. Well, I suppose we better let everyone go. Thanks again for joining us, Wolverines. We appreciate it. And that does it for another episode of DNH Loose Change.